0: How have I been doing? I mean, yeah. how have you been doing? I'm sure it's pretty similar. It's I mean, you know, this apartment is now my prison, but I always right. figured I'd end up in a ladies penitentiary. So <laughs> <laughs> at least we have windows.
1: I have this comparison of something that maybe you could you'll be able to get Um, you know how when you really have to pee and you know that the toilet is you're getting home soon and so you just can't hold your pee in anymore yeah I feel like it's kind of a similar thing with this lockdown it's like I'm insane and now that we can see that maybe in six months or eight months like we're getting closer to the toilet if you know what I mean yeah it's close but not close
0: enough and you're gonna shit your pants
1: exactly so I'm starting to go even more bat shit than I was six months ago and I was already bat shit six months ago so yeah I don't know if that's a good
0: comparison no I think it's (laughs) You're pretty on the money there, to be honest. Welcome to this week's edition of the Zoom Green Room. This is my favorite podcast. Now, it used to just be because I love to hear the sound of my own voice, but I also get to meet very interesting people because you never know who's going to come through the Zoom Green Room. Light your cigarettes and save the ashiest, germiest chair tonight for a very (laughs) special guest. She's not only a legit rock star, She's also a novelist and my neighbor from our hometown of Cambridge, Ontario. Let's say Galt, Galt. because she's my neighbor. (laughs) Because everybody in Galt is your neighbor. (laughs) It is so true. Sarah Taylor, also known as Chibi from The Birthday Massacre. Sarah. Oh, you know. Thanks for joining me. You know, thank
1: you for having me, and thanks for that wonderful introduction, which. It just makes me feel intimidated and exhausted. I just feel, yeah. Right. Did I do I'm, Was that me? I need to lie I, down. I am lying down. You can't see me because no video, but I'm doing this from a, the most prone position I can possibly find. Well,
0: you deserve yeah. it. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. So, yeah. I wanted to ask you now, we, we met very early. And in Mm -hmm. fact, one of my earliest fondest memories of you is throwing up at one of my birthday parties, maybe my seventh birthday.
1: (laughs) Dude, I will tell you exactly what I remember that. And I can't believe that we haven't talked. Yes, we were watching Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. And yeah, musical. I remember eating like, I think some kind of peanuts or something. And the next thing I knew, I had like passed out in your house. That was yeah I remember
0: that I think it was that it was a scene where the children were were stuffing their faces yeah and I shoveling. think you were already kind of unwell and you were just like that's the line I can't cross I was watching this because like I, I can't have we talked about this like why do you remember it so vividly too I think it's because my parents were so upset that somebody else's child had gotten so sick at our house right that I remember the guilt they were just like oh god like we have to, and what was so funny was- Oh God, we, get her out of here. <laughs> well, well, we have to, we had to call you. To, and I, what I remember that was so funny is that your little sister was also at the party and they were like, right. e- you know, do you want to go home too? And she was like, no, I'm fine right here. Oh she my God. The party.
1: She was like, hey, bye. I got, it. I'm going to have to confront her about that the next time I don't see her for a year. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah I remember that Anne I can't believe yeah. it, that because my sister was in
0: was my sister in your class no you're I think I think I'm I'm between or, you you're, oh that's it that's so she's right, a year yeah. younger and I couldn't remember if you were a year or two sorry of, right of, of, no no no. it's fine I but yeah. uh you were both invite because I couldn't invite one Taylor girl not invite the other Taylor girl but But it was, it was a young birthday. Like, I feel like it was like literally my eighth or ninth birthday. Like, like it was a young birthday party. So Emily was like a little kid and she was just like, Hey, bye sis. Uh, Peace. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As they like carried
1: you away. (laughs) Oh my God. That's, that's insane. I totally remember that. I remember this scene. It's like Augustus gloop is like shoveling some slop into his mouth. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, and just like went down.
0: That's yeah. the line. That is actually, I will, you know, it it was sickening. It was, it was. sickening. I can't believe re- we all didn't throw up.
1: <laughs> and it, like, I haven't even—I don't even think I've seen that. I think I've seen that movie once since then. Yeah, it's not
0: very good. No, it's love really it, not. but it's the songs now. Me kill myself. People but- love that
1: scene where Wonka's got the kids in like trippy mobile and all the. <laughs> kaleidoscopic like yeah. nightmare images and everyone's like yo look at that look oh. at that that's why people to like a that
0: world movie. of pure imagination where little sarah yeah. just pukes all over the place it's great yeah amazing thanks for having me thanks for having me over my pleasure so so the years following are a bit of a blur I (laughs) have to be honest
1: with you Yeah, I remember everything about that but you know I can't actually remember how old I am right now
0: (laughs) yeah and I was wondering when like was it that Mm -hmm. early or later when did you start feeling like an affinity for like the arts whether it was like drawing or writing I'm not sure what you started with first
1: I always like to draw, man. I was always a, a big drawer. We used to get these, like, my mom used to get us these sketch pads from Zellers. You remember the Zellers? The Galt yeah, Zellers? I, I yeah. love the
0: Zellers. I still I wish that Zellers was there.
1: So, yeah, I used to always just be drawing. I always liked drawing, you
0: know? What Was was there a time that there, like, an, a musical sort of affinity started? Or did it start with, like, a poetry thing? or um?
1: I mean, I liked writing. I, I liked writing and drawing. Those were always my two kind of favorite hobbies growing up. And I and I tried to do good in them in school. Like those were the subjects that I was sure. interested in. Fun and math. then, oh lord, yeah. bed mess. Come on, <laughs> like you know. But yeah, so yeah, I was I was terrible at like. Well, you know what I think? I think I convinced myself I was terrible at math. You know how you can get that stuff in your head? Like You're I'm no good at stuff. math, and then you yeah. just like are terrible at it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I remember I was in like grade eight. And I had watched The Breakfast Club and I liked that weird Ali Sheedy's weird little, the character's name is, I think yeah. it's Allie, isn't it? The or something? character, yeah. Yeah, the one who shakes all the dandruff out of her hair onto the picture of the covered bridge. Yes. And for some reason I was like, that's like me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love that. And then, yeah, and then I started, started getting that's more into music. That- yeah. <laughs> I'm the weird girl with the dandruff. Yeah. Actually, you know, that's something that happened to me in, in grade 8 cuz I started wearing all black and this kid come this right. jerk off came comes up to me and he's like, "You remind me from of that girl from the the breakfast club." And I was like, "Yeah, so cool." He's like, "Yeah, you know the one with the dandruff?" So it was like this kind of one two punch of like, "I'm cool." No, I'm not. Stewart which just kind of
0: was <laughs> the Juiced of dumb ignorant kids. That's what I think. Show me
1: any cross section of like pubescent, cruel pre-adolescence. Like yeah. they're all, they're all yeah. going to be jerks, man. Yeah. But yeah. Stuart Ave was our, was our cornucopia.
0: Yeah. That's our nom. That like three years.
1: <laughs> you know, and what were you doing in grade eight? What was your style? What was your vibe? Because I was
0: trying to be goth so hard. Full nerd. I didn't, I didn't get cool till like the end of high school in the arts side. Right, I was. right. 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 Before that it was pretty, pretty nerdy. And then I went through a phase in high school where I was so sick and skeletal that I really I didn't really have a style at all. It was just things hanging.
1: Right. OK, so just yeah. like getting getting by yeah let alone yeah like
0: experimenting with kool-aid in your hair like you yeah. had some yeah yeah gotcha yeah <laughs> it came sort of later yeah. but by <laughs> by oac i was sort of but i was i think instead of that gothy thing i went more toward a grungy thing i had really Yo. long hair yeah The the like loose long shirt with the jeans and that all that shit
1: that, see, that's cool. That's cool. Is I miss it? the old days <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, yeah it is. You idiots. can absolutely. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> we, again, take any cross-section of adolescent yeah. and, and show me one that's not an idiot. like, yeah. I'm still an idiot. We're in our 40s. I'm still a fucking idiot. Like, Pretty
0: much. You yeah. know? Yeah. You know,
1: now I'm grunge just because I don't care. Because
0: yeah, like you're before. literally, you
1: smell. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's what exactly. Kurt wanted. Not this, like, fashion side oh, you,
1: dude. You can look at any picture of Kurt Cobain and know that his
0: hair stunk. Oh yeah, we get through the the Missy Goss of high school. Yeah, ugh, yeah, not mm-hmm. not great for you. Absolutely not, man. <laughs> like I had some
1: friends, and I mean, you'll remember these friends, like Jamie and Danny, and
0: you and, had those friends
1: Marilyn. all the way
0: through almost.
1: I did, and I and I yeah. loved them dearly, but I think that there was an I don't know if they'll ever listen to this, but I loved them all dearly. But I feel like I just like as mu- I, we were, I thank God they were there. Cause I didn't have anybody in, in high school that I really got along with yeah. outside of them, but I don't know how much I had in common with them. Like I started going, I like nine inch nails and smoking cigarettes. And they're like, Sarah, why are you smoking? That's <laughs> And it is awful. But you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I want to yeah. rebel. And they were like, yo, are you is this so safe? And honestly, I was the safest rebel you ever saw. Like, yeah. But, you know, so I had that. But at the same time, I felt like a complete misfit in high school. I mean, did you? Did you feel like a misfit in high school?
0: I, I, yes, I was definitely a misfit. But right at some point again near the end, again, something yeah. about that twisted into my favor.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, see, and- I remember you in, in high school. I know like we yeah. didn't really hang out in high school. But no. like I def- I mean, I always knew who you were and liked you.
0: Yeah, but me you definitely
1: too. had like you had a you had a cool little you had a cool little group. Like you seemed like you were pretty good. No, like yeah. you were you were really really like you seemed good. You seemed good to me. Yeah, the further
0: know? along, the better it got, which I think does have. Well, yeah, it's a it's a weird social experiment, right? But I yeah. I was okay. I didn't have any really horrific thoughts I think the worst that I went through honestly was Stuart. and that was so bad that after that Glenview seemed like a dance around a maypole you know what I mean
1: you know what I would agree and I think it's because we all started at well I know you started at Chalmers as well yeah. Chalmers Street public school and you you go there and you have everybody in the school it seems like you're too young to really be cruel to each other and everybody kind of knows each other in a way, like the, we're chalmers and it's cute. It's a
0: small school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you move on to, like you said, Stuart. And all of a sudden, all the other, there's all these other kids who don't know you, don't care, don't like you. Everybody is just, yeah, that was the first time I'd ever really experienced, wow, like people, people don't like me.
0: And the smarter you are, <laughs> look out. Right. You're the target. Right. Cause that's what happened to me. And that it was always at Chalmers it was like, Oh, and such a good, you know, she's good at this. And the kids didn't mind. But once you got yeah. to Stewart, it was like, you piece of shit. And it was like, Oh, oh okay. yeah. The tone has changed. The tone yeah. has changed. Yeah. Dude. I
1: had the same thing. Like I was a really good drawer and at Chalmers, everyone's like, wow, Sarah's a good drawer. That's great. Sarah's, yeah. Sarah's creative. And then you walk into your first day of Stewart up, and everyone's like, And who the fuck do you think you are? And these are
0: other kids your age who just fucking hate you. Because Stuart was K to eight. So they've been there and they're like, we own this fucking place. Yeah. Yeah, Who are you?
1: Yeah. And we've been dealing with eighth graders since we were in grade one. So we've learned to be shitty. Because yeah. the older kids get in that in in junior high school, the shittier they get. If they're going to be shitty, never con- even considered getting confronted or beat up until I was in grade seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that was just not some or grade six. I guess it was grade six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Chalmers was K to five. Oh yeah, it was wild. It was yeah. wild. But then yeah, all of that nightmare. Then you end up going to high school, and then all those assholes start hanging out with the other assholes. And then hopefully we find other people yeah. that are more on our, cause I don't, neither one of us, I don't think we're geeks, dude. Or like, you no, know, really, there were some people subsection. who got, <laughs> that's it. And that's... I feel awful. Like there were people who just were so picked on. And like, I, I wasn't really in that group, but I, I sure wasn't cool. You know, right. it was like a middle somewhere in the middle. And it was, uh, ugh. And I think you were, you were the same. I thought you were, honestly, I, you were cooler than I was. You definitely were cooler than I, I was. I don't
0: know. I, I don't know. What's too bad is that I, I know looking back, if I would see you or we would, you know, we would see, see each other in passing and sort of acknowledge and that was it. But I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you were cool. And I had there is no n- idea that this no. stuff had been happening until after, way after. What? So oh that was God. interesting to me. Well, I didn't, I, it. There were weird <laughs> oh. lines between the grades a lot of the time, right? So, oh,
1: oh, well, for sure. Like if someone was a year younger, you're like, ill. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> I mean, there was a thing with like certain clubs and stuff. You'd talk to kids that were younger and older than you, but just normally yeah. you didn't really know what the status was of like these other people. And they, you know, yeah, uh, very interesting. And when every- I heard later, yeah. I was sort of surprised to be yeah. honest.
1: Well, that's reassuring that maybe I gave off a facade.
0: Yeah, well, but that's look, all it was. You dude. look great, man. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I look tried. I was She trying. looks great. Yeah.
1: I tried, but it like, no, it, it, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> but you, I mean, this is the thing you're right. Like I felt great by the end of high school. And I think it's because yeah. if you're sort of forced, maybe like people like who you and I would have been to go in and be intimidated and kind of just try to fit in and then realize that that isn't going to work. And you're like, I don't need to fucking fit in. So I don't, I don't care. And plus I'm out of here next year so f this yeah but then when you go in like some of these bullying little butt faces would do and slowly realize that wait a minute like this is going to be over soon and I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't treat people like shit for the rest of my life like dude I'll tell you they're
0: they're in for a rotten surprise when they when they and I think a lot of
1: them were like anybody in my opinion who says high school were the best days of my life I would be like why like were you people because i bet you they were like i'll tell you this is i mean a little bit on topic like okay so my band as you know like i went to college and started this band and we, we did is that right i went to Fanshawe. Fun Fanshawe. Fanshawe. fansha fun fun, fun <laughs> <Feng> shui <laughs> okay <laughs> fun shui yeah and we had uh in the band and then i was done college and we moved to toronto and started what well, lived in the band house blah 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 none of it matters but we had just done our first U S tour and our first Europe tour. And I went back to Cambridge for Christmas, you know, as we do. Right. Yeah. And I was, I think I was in the Zellers or some store and I looked cool and I felt really good. I was really proud of myself. It was nice to go back to Cambridge and blah, blah, blah. And then I was in the checkout at some store, whatever it was. And one of the girls again, who will remain nameless, who had treated me so horribly in high school was working as the cashier there. And, dude, I've worked as a cashier. This isn't a diss against anybody working as a cashier. And I saw her, and she looked at me, and she just gave me the most withering look. And I just felt my self-confidence of all these these last three years of touring and starting to be successful just plummeted onto the ground. And I was immediately intimidated and wanted to leave yeah dude it's amazing like it gets it's,
0: under your skin it's funny that see that's very sad to me about her because to, that shows she's still there she's still there in her mind do you know what i mean well that's
1: that's exactly right like yeah uh, again i'm not trying to say like working at i mean i worked at shoppers drug mart for four years oh no and it's funny, but wherever she's okay. mentally yeah, that's she's what still i mean school, like, is
0: what i'm saying that's yeah.
1: exactly it yeah plus it's like you're still in in cambridge wouldn't you you know I left because of course I got the fuck out wouldn't you be interested in saying hey how you been like as kind of an adult or even just ignore me you know but she like you said she had to go back to to like I have to be popular yeah yeah and like you are like dirt like no matter how many Uh years have passed or or and this could be a good chance to be an adult like I've I've Ran into people from high school that I didn't get along with in later years, and it's been kind of pleasant. I mean, I'm never going to be like, "Oh, what a sweetie," but it's definitely like, "Hey, how you been?" And I've had people say like, "I'm sorry for like the way you got treated a lot in school." Yeah, which is nice. And I'm always like, "Well, hey, I appreciate that." It's not like, "Oh, so let's like chat," but it's like, "Hey, I appreciate you saying that. (laughs) Raise your kids to be better than you were." Yeah. But like,
0: you know, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was
1: a weird moment of just feeling that intimidation despite being years out of that situation
0: so all of this what did you go to college for
1: (laughs) fine art (laughs) fine
0: art okay
1: yeah I did three years of fine arts there and I got a degree in fine arts for whatever that's (laughs) whatever that ends up being worth
0: so and during this time the band is forming
1: yeah I, I actually uh, Michael Rainbow who's uh plays guitar in our band me and him met in the fine arts program so that's how I met him and his best friend growing up the other Mike the three of us like have been together in this band since the start since 1999 is when the band formed so right. we're a legacy band <laughs> with are. none of the <laughs> none of the accolades or <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we we all met in college yeah so it was a benefit of taking fine art.
0: I met rainbow. Yeah. And did you know you could sing? Like who started saying like, Hey, we should form a band. Dude. Like, I was, was in choir
1: same as you were in Chalmers. All right. Yeah. The, the yeah I don't choir.
0: myself as being able to sing.
1: <laughs> Dude. I don't either. That's the funny part. <laughs> like the whole reason I was never like, Oh, I'm, I can sing bra." Like I'm still not like that. I don't consider myself to be a good singer. I mean, I, I sing and it seems to work, but I'm not going to, you know, walk around like then I started singing when I was a stylist vocal stylist. In fact, dude, a couple of years ago, well, not a couple, now probably like 10 years ago now, I found out I'd been singing wrong and I had like nodes on my vocal cords and had to get surgery. So, I am not a singer, dude. Like I was literally right. not even doing it right, like physically correctly. But the basic thing was is I was really into music and Rainbow was into a lot of the same type of music that I was into. We liked to go out and dance, you know, dance at the bars, but yeah. then we would also like he was a musician, like him and and, and Mike who they grew up together. They were in high school bands together. They are like music guys. So me and Rainbow started doing like cover songs on his old four track machine just for fun. I think the reason that I was, was the singer, I mean, I wasn't really particularly good at any instrument, but I also kind of wasn't afraid of looking stupid. Like I would just sing in a joke voice or do goofy voices. So right. I was confident enough to, to do some singing. And, and then we started writing our own original stuff. And then we we just kind of gathered up literally friends. Like our first bass player was like, hey, man, we're going to start a band. Do you want to learn how to play bass and be in the band? Like it wasn't like a collection of I mean, Mike and Mike were musicians and had been playing in bands. But
0: does that then progress to like like when was your first live performance? You know, what's so messed up is
1: we were rehearsing at this club called Diversity in London, which hasn't existed there for 20 years. It was just a small little club. Okay. And we used to go there and and dance and we had gotten to know the owner. And she was like, we asked her, Hey, can we like rehearse here during the day when the bar is closed? And for some reason she was like, here's a key. She's like, you can store your gear here. Just don't drink any of the booze and make sure that you're out by 6 PM. And she didn't charge us anything. It was insane. There's no way that that would happen today. And our first show was there because all you know we wanted to have a show she's like do it here her name was christine she was lovely oh that was yeah so that's how that all happened and then you know we just all moved to toronto because that's what you do man it's the emerald city man it's like you gotta go to toronto like london's an okay town but it certainly wasn't my favorite place to spend three years the kind of little rock and roll bars that you could just find randomly like you'd get to know the owner because these places weren't that big like the no. there wasn't much of a of a scene and yeah moving
0: to Toronto though you didn't have anything like you didn't have any kind of deal or no no just no move there and
1: yeah we did like um a, we had a really cool website back in the day when websites were a thing yeah. and we had a, a message board and honestly dude I don't even looking back somehow people started to hear about us. I don't know how, like, I wish I could say, and this is what happened and this is what we did. Like, I don't know. I really feel like there was some sort, there was, there's a huge element of luck. I think that goes on with any band that does like, there's so many creative things, books, song, you know, all kinds of stuff you're never going to hear of. That's so good. We somehow lucked out, you know, and, and our message board, you know, started picking up, and then MySpace, I think, was starting to be a thing. Was that a thing twenty years ago, or was sure that? It was. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Well, right. I, I mean, I feel like you, the Birthday Massacre, is one of the first bands for me. I was getting the songs and seeing the videos and stuff totally online. Right. Yeah. Because other band, I mean, I'm sure there were a couple. I remember that so clearly because it was you, but I, it was just on that precipice of maybe we're going to stop buying cds you can hold in your hand and maybe i can right. see videos without having to watch much music like 24 hours a day to catch somebody's yeah. video. yeah you're
1: you're right we were sort of our, our the guy from our label dave Heckman said that too we were right on that
0: cusp. yeah
1: of yeah like lars ulrich was saying uh streaming is going to be really bad for record sales he got crucified for that because I don't think his approach was very likable but at the end of the day he wasn't wrong
0: yeah no. <laughs> you know
1: it's well, just nobody wants to hear a millionaire I don't think say um and so yes but we were able to sort of have this online presence that we built with the, with the, the website and with doing videos and with this message board where people would come and just chat exclusively about the band which is weird like that would only really exist now as like a subreddit probably like there's no real message boards dedicated are there I don't know maybe there are
0: I don't know if message boards are quite the thing that they right I I used to be on a couple of message boards but this was in university which I finished in 2001 yeah yeah oh exactly
1: like this was so back in the day there were message boards And there were like live journal and stuff like that. Like
0: live journal. (laughs) Remember live journal? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to read other people's diaries. No biggie. But, um, and we would like, oh, I totally would. I totally would. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's any weirder than like YouTube influencers videotaping their whole lives and putting them on their channels. Yeah. But
1: we used to, we used to have to read it. Anne. isn't that quaint? We had to, well, because we
0: had a better attention span. Oh, God, now they're yeah. totally fucked up, right? <laughs> oh,
1: no, fancy. for sure.
0: Yeah. If he's not crashing a Lambo <laughs> on the Santa Monica Pier, I don't,
1: I, this is boring.
0: And taking a selfie at the same time. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so, and what, I have to, like, what, how did you feel when you were filming that first video? Was it, like, really exciting or was it just Oh, you mean day at the, the office?
1: The blue video? Yes, yes. The one with the, rob- or the doll heads?
0: With you the know, dolls. Yeah, the
1: dolls. Yeah, no, that was it was amazing because we went to New York State to to film it, which was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like we're in this minivan. And then we get there and there's all this production and these sets. And I don't think we'd realized because we this this director, Dan Ouellette, had reached out and he's like, listen, I like the band. I want to do a video. We're like, oh, fun. And he's like, here's some sketches. Here's some photographs. We're like, oh, fun. (laughs) And then we get there and it's like, Oh God, like, this is actually a video. Like, this is a real set here. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's crew here. Like, and I mean, I felt like a bungling idiot. So as usual, you pretend that you're comfortable with it. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas inside I'm like, I'm going to vomit. Yeah. This is terrible. There's a scene. I don't know. I mean, you're probably, it doesn't matter how familiar you are with the video, but the camera's kind of following my face as I'm like singing into the camera And for some reason, I couldn't walk properly and follow the camera, which is so weird. So they tied a rope to like the the bottom of the camera. So I would hold it and then I would walk with the camera using this leash to guide me. It was like this weird shit. You don't even think of like, oh, I guess I, I actually don't know how to walk in a music video
0: yeah you it's know? similar it's to the weird. whole like you have to get used to keeping your head up and hitting marks and stuff like that which at first feels like exactly the opposite of human behavior like it's, yeah like he's yeah. just
1: like here walk in front of the camera i'm like okay he's like no 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 no, no. like walk with the camera and you're like this is it yeah It like exactly like what you're saying and yeah stand here and don't move here and move your head to exactly this angle no you over moved it
0: make it look natural
1: yeah exactly so it was super official. Like I almost, I think I almost had a heart attack
0: on it's that. A, like, it's a fabulous video. It's still, it holds up, <laughs> it holds up to hey, Like it still holds up to this day because it, it has a, it has a, a cinema look about it.
1: That's There's all a, Dan. That's all director, yeah, the yeah. director, Dan. Yeah. Like he, he did a, another video with us too. Like he's, he was honestly, that video probably helped us out a lot. Cause it looked, it was so pro yeah and we were like
0: duh, 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 you know <laughs> the didn't hardly have to do anything they had to they had to float
1: that's not even their legs
0: and this was okay <laughs> this isn't
1: this is another thing I was so sad we were so excited when we got there and then when we realized that I was really gonna be the only one who was in it yeah. I was so sad yeah. like because it was never to me about like oh yes yeah, video and it's Star, rock star, like no. Yeah. This was always about the the group, and of we've course. you know a lot of. I think it's sad, but a lot of times when there's a female fronted band, the attention is focused very solely on her yeah. for whatever reason, and and it's like her and the guys, right? Yes, like the, the other guys in the band. Yeah, and that's like not. I think like we're not like that. Like people who are into our band know everyone in our band and know who they all are and. that's always been super important so while I loved that video I was very bummed out that there wasn't more of of the guys in it
0: yeah it's a quick quick appearance yeah it's a quick appearance it's an effective appearance but it's very quick I mean I don't think your other videos do feature them more
1: yeah exactly 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 I mean was it was great and I think that video did help us out a lot because all of a sudden we had this amazing video and so the you know the the online sort of base that we were starting to gather out of luck, hopefully, you know, partially and out of hopefully because we were doing something interesting. Then we had this great video. And then, you know, there was a label in Europe that was like, well, we want to sign you. And then through that, we didn't I don't think we ended up going with that label, but we ended up touring in Europe like before we'd ever really toured Canada. It was all sort of internet. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no, yeah, very, very much
1: so. Like our first tour in in Germany, my first time in Europe, we we played at the Mariluna Festival, which was in front of 10,000 people. And you're like, what the hell are we doing here? Again, it's always been like this fake it till you make, I'm still doing that. Even now with you right now, Anne, I'm like, I sound very animated and happy, don't I? (laughs) You
0: sound great. (laughs) You sound like there's a, there's a soul in your body. We both know that's true. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's just like you, like we're both battling through the exhaustion and depression and uncertainty to have a pleasant chat, which is actually really nice.
0: Yeah. I think that's the same. Any, any artistic endeavor, there is a percentage of guessing. Oh, like sure. Taking it, at seeing, like, let's see how this lands. You know what I mean? I just weirdly used a basketball thing because that's what I'm thinking of. But um, I, see,
1: I can see you. So I, I, gotta I be, saw that. Yeah. You got to be tall.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's sort of yeah, like, let's yeah, see yeah. where this lands. We don't totally know what we're doing. And I oh, think that, that happens with all kinds of, but this yours is yours is scary because it's so real and it's so big, just suddenly like that. To be at a yeah. festival with 10,000 people. That yeah, no, intense. it
1: was absolutely absurd. But like, go, ahead, go <laughs> ahead and flub it, right? Like, this is your chance yeah. to show people that you're cool. So like, do you want to vomit? Yes, you do, but you can't. And like, there's so many instances in life that are like that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> First US tour we did, I we had never toured it before really. And, and the, there was an opening band, Denser Assembly, who we became really good friends with, but they were on the tour with us for the whole time. And I remember I was standing outside the venue I think having a cigarette when they rolled up in their van and it was my first time meeting them. And we're all kind of leery of each other. Like, who's this, what's this going to be about? And then later on when we were all buzzed, they were like, Sarah, like when we rolled up and you were just out there smoking with your sunglasses on, we were like, Oh God, these guys are total pros. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I literally think I shit my pants when your van door opened and you guys all rolled out with your cool. Everybody was shitting.
0: You know? everybody was shitting their pants yeah exactly they're like, like are you got than us like are we going than you and was intimidated by the other so on the higher <laughs> yeah like,
1: like yeah That's who's are they hair. cool yeah yeah they're gonna oh yeah that guy's got a huge black mohawk man like
0: he's way cooler than me we suck yeah you know <laughs> like we suck we can't do this how much black eyeliner do you go through on a tour Oh, dude. Oh,
1: dude. I don't even want to. I can't even get into it. Honestly, I don't even know if I really use that much eyeliner because eyeliner tends to flake off. Because, um, right. so I would usually use more of a powder. So it'd be more like black eyeshadow, like using a small brush. Do a um, definitely a few pots.
0: <laughs> this is your chance to get a, get a commercial connection. What's your brand?
1: Oh, well, drugstore. Like <laughs> wet and wild, bud. Let's use a, a shout out for the wet and wild, like, and at the shoppers drug mart yeah you know
0: (laughs) yeah this is a 20-year project please look up the birthday massacre on youtube if you don't know who they are watch their videos and i i would like to mention too that you can support the band on patreon is that correct for new projects and updates on those projects and things like that
1: yeah just kind of like behind the scenes like we were before the this, this new lockdown we were doing like a live q a here and there and you know studio stuff and like I was doing this kind of little series where I was interviewing the band members people seem
0: to be enjoying it and you should you should support the band because I and I mean I'm not big into a synth goth and I love this band because (laughs) it has you know why it has a taste of what I love a taste of the 80s and if you put a taste of the 80s in that band I'm gonna listen to it and that's the bottom line
1: we came up at the same time. I love all the same music that you. Hear, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I can. I hear that. I. I. I really do enjoy. It. I love the uh, "In the Dark" video and the song as well. That's oh, one of my faves yeah. of you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah.
0: after I moved here that that video right. came out. Maybe I was at your apartment making a pizza for some reason, because I remember that (laughs) happening too. We have seen each other more in Toronto than I think we ever did in Cambridge. That's the really ironic part. I I
1: vomited at your house. And then the next time I saw you, (laughs) we were all grown up and moved to Toronto.
0: Yeah. I do want to make sure we have time. So 2015, Mm. you Mm -hmm. stunned me again by suddenly just like, like giving birth to a novel, novel, getting published well, and I was like right what the hell now I'm sure it wasn't suddenly it was suddenly from my point of view and I was stunned right. and delighted oh that it! and it, oh. let me just make this clear it wasn't some like hey I'm a rock star and I'm publishing a book myself and you can get it on digitally on it no 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 it's a real book and it was really a published novel
1: ECW press yeah that's right yeah
0: what I was that was that was cool what dude I, I mean
1: I, I love writing and I, I've always, you know, I like to write little stories and all that crap. And then I, yeah, I just wanted to see, I wanted to see if I could do it. I wanted to see if I right. could write a book and, and I worked on it for a long time, like years, you know, years. And then, and I was just like, you know what, forget, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to try. And I sent it to countless publishing houses and there were countless like, no, Right no. which is what? what's to be expected, you know? And then ECW Press was like, actually, yeah, sure. And I was like, what? Like, it was exciting. I, wow. I look back on that book. I wish I could change so many things about it. It's just one of those things, right? Like, sure. I'm proud that that happened, but I know I could have done a much better job. And that was like five years ago. And, and well, people liked I- it. I'm glad they liked it. I felt like, again, somehow I just got lucky with somebody wanting to release it and I didn't have an agent I know you need an agent a lot of times to submit My God. to publishing houses and I was just like I don't want to do that you know because it's too much complicated weird crap I was just like, I'm just gonna see I'm just gonna see what happens
0: yeah and do you think I mean would the publisher know of your personal but like did they know who you were I have to ask no no that is incredible because yeah I, felt, I feel like that could help you get it published do you know what i'm saying Oh sure
1: oh sure like yeah. hi I, I yeah i have a built-in potential like a fan leadership. base yeah yeah no i mean i'm they eventually they knew about it but not like when i submitted because that wouldn't it's have felt fair deal. yeah yeah that wouldn't have, have, you, felt, that would that have, have felt inauthentic fair. to me well no been,
0: because i would have been selling my ass for. <laughs>
1: Oh, trust me though, like when they found out I was in the band, they were delighted. Yeah. You know, like it was, but I I didn't want to be like, hi, this might, some more people might buy this because I have this band. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just always, I I mean, everybody's always, you know, flapping jaw about their band. (laughs) Oh, I'm in a band. Have you heard my band? Have you seen my thing? (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. I I appreciate talking about it to people who are interested, but I certainly don't want to be like, Oh, hey, Ann. Hey, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I haven't seen you since I vomited at your house during Willy Wonka. Have you heard my band? My like, band? No, no, you know, yeah. Right? Like, no one's interested. That.
0: But um... <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, now I ate this book in like two days. I oh, you've read it? I just swallowed it down. Oh, God. Um, what do you. Yeah, I heard about it through the grapevine. But right. uh, it's funny. I. <laughs> Did you catch that? Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> So stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) you're like calling the police. Um, Yeah, it's it wasn't what I expected. I kind of was expecting like a campy teen slasher flasher type of book, and instead I got it was very interesting because as I was first reading, I thought, God, this would make such a, a screenplay. I can't, you know, because it almost is. But now I, I still feel that way, but it's funny because I, the audience isn't what quite what I thought because I'm not sure that, that people, the age of the characters would really appreciate the book as much as people a little older than the characters.
1: Right. Right. Honestly, dude, if you didn't like it, I'm down. Like, I don't know how much I like it.
0: Like going back. I liked it you know? quite a bit. I mean, it's, it's, right. um. I wondered, I did look up, and I mean, it got, interestingly, it got some great reviews and then some in the middle. But mm-hmm. what I thought was so interesting was one I read, I mean, we don't have to mention the name Toronto Star, but that was, uh, that was a female review. But what I thought was interesting is one of the things she said was, you know, if this is like a feminist thing, it's going to have the opposite effect. And to me, what she said that it proved the point you were trying to make in the book, which is no matter what I say, no matter what I write, and no matter what I do, that's what it's going to come back to, is right, a right, woman. Because would mm-hmm. she have said that if it was a male? Now I don't know if a male author would write necessarily about these teen girls, but no, she wouldn't have. Mm-hmm quite put it that way like hey i expect you to make this a feminist manifesto yeah. it's obviously not what the book is right what right. it no, is is I... saying this is reality and this mm-hmm. is what you're going to be up against if
1: right. you
0: decide to do these things are these characters supposed to be perfect no they're terribly flawed and that's why they get into terrible trouble but that's a yeah novel. that's exactly
1: it that's, that's it, what a right? book like the, is <laughs> it's the main story. character the main character is not a nice person
0: what <laughs> like she's no she's, well, she's a night she's, she's crazy. borderline sociopath that's yeah exactly her. and, and, she, and yeah. she has a traumatic event that pushes her into a full sort of psychosis that's what happens to her
1: yeah like she's always a little off and then yes like you're not really supposed to yeah like she's not supposed to be some feminist hero like no. yeah I, I remember that toronto star review and i was yeah. bummed because i'll tell you what yeah. i i love the toronto stars crossword on sunday like i <laughs> I, I do. I love I love the Toronto Star crossword, but I always, every time I buy that newspaper, I'm
0: like, Ugh. You can go back and forth on things. You think, well, maybe this is a flaw. Maybe that is a flaw. But when she wrote that, I just thought she doesn't, she's not getting the vibe of this because that's not right. the point. Do you know what I, that's what I thought was so yeah. interesting though, because to me, she proved what the book was tra- sort of trying to yeah. say with that rage of just like, can you get your mind off of my gender for one thing? Second, and they can't post really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, the reviews online really, really like it. I enjoyed reading it, it it's scary,
1: um, right. and
0: it's quite, it's really quite tragic. But what yeah. was so interesting to me reading it was because of the way that you said it, I could not help but picture <laughs> our real neighborhood in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh I yeah, yeah, up. that's totally it's, what it was. Yeah, it's there, it's there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you didn't get real creative with the school name, did you?
1: No, I certainly didn't. <laughs> it's like, There's... oh my god, oh my <laughs> god. So glad that you see. That's the thing. Of course, it's and you would not pick up on all that because Sarah, were the involved, Rosewood
0: Cafe. Me. I was like, dear God, <laughs> oh my God, thank God it's closed. People, people yeah, people no, gonna... I know. Now, did people think that was you? Did people read it and think that that, that character was you? i hope
1: not i, I... <laughs> haven't killed anyone with a brick like i you know like
0: i <laughs> even the family no, I, mean, I was it's... like i was like stop picturing the Taylors. stop picturing yeah, the so Taylor's. emily it's is not, not melissa it's yeah, not them exactly. it's not them
1: yeah no i mean i don't know i think i mean some of the subject matter in that book is stuff that i think a lot of you know people can relate to i've had some interesting and, and sad conversations with uh with people who've read the book and we're like, you know, I, something kind of similar, you know? And so you end up having kind of important conversations. I mean, I'd say there's part of me in there, but yeah, sure. I've never beaten anyone to death with a brick and I don't plan on starting, you know, but don't we all want to do that from time to time?
0: Oh, it's constantly going through (laughs) my head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) What was really interesting to me too, was like scenes like when they meet, the the female was it a bass player in another band marie lise marie lise yeah that yeah. scene to me was almost like you talking to your younger you
1: right okay yeah it was yeah. really interesting know,
0: i'm not saying that's what it is but that it was like a, somebody who'd been doing it a long time and was not unbalanced but well, at that's that the point th- yeah. the kids didn't seem that unbalanced either do you know yeah, what I mean? no, they
1: weren't yeah, yeah yeah I mean in in touring and certainly when we were younger in touring I we were a lot of the times paired with other bands that had women in the bands and I met people who would be like that Marie Lee's character who'd been on the road for years yeah and who I like looked up to and who were so cool to me and were so nice and so balanced and had, but had been through horrible things like I'm I don't know if I should say who really, but uh, we toured with an industrial band. Anyway, they had a girl in their band and she'd been on the road for 15 years and we're talking one night and she's like a lot of people in the industrial scene, especially earlier on, didn't like that there was a girl in the band. Someone threw a beer bottle at her face when they were performing and not like knocked her teeth out. Right. And this was horrible. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, God. And then later on, you find yourself at some shows, too. You're not the headliners. So you're playing for a crowd that doesn't want to see you. Yeah. And they don't want to watch your little pansy ass dancing around in a skirt. They want the metal band that they're waiting for. So, you, you know, and, but I always remembered how she had talked to me about that and how other girls in, in these different bands had gotten through that. And that's sort of who the Marie Lee's character was yeah, supposed to be. And also, yeah, not insane. Like just you yeah. can go through some shit and not come out of it being an absolute lunatic.
0: Yeah. But that wasn't
1: the point of my book. <laughs> no.
0: It was an an adventure story with two young ladies. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. I kept thinking too of uh, when they would go shopping. Do you remember a store downtown called La Vie and Rose? Uh, Yeah. 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 I kept thinking they were going there
1: dude the whole thing was downtown galt when they go to that like record store yeah like i i'm so that's so cool that you pictured all that because of course i modeled it all off that and you're right i should have changed the name of the rosewood cafe but
0: (laughs) i got i got lazy well i loved your i also did catch your national post piece on not being a murderer and that's why i wanted to ask if people had thought that that was you
1: (laughs) no i've never killed anyone
0: yeah well that's Um... what that article was very helpful to me
1: isn't that wild i can't believe that that article exists honestly i forgot about that till just now that i that that was a thing that i'm
0: not a murderer well i think (laughs) that's sort of a you had a rush of media around the book and that was yeah
1: that's nuts that seems like it was so long ago i guess it kind of what five years it came out in 2015 five Five. years ago well
0: now it's 2021 so almost six years ago really i guess that wasn't that long ago do you think do you have another one in you that's what i wanted
1: You know, I've been I've been saying this for a while, but I've been working on a a poem book, an illustrated poem book, but I gave up on doing it in the last year just because I haven't felt like doing anything. And it is a collection of poems that I wrote (laughs) based on uh, the executions of women through history. Um, Okay, (laughs) I noticed that because I've always read these kind of ghoulish books like, you know, torture methods and executions through time and how horrible can people be to each other? Right. And I noticed that if ever a woman was going to be executed in the past publicly, the press would be very, it would be very romanticized by the press. Like if it was like John Smith of Derbyshire was hung for stealing a horse and that's right. it. But, they'd, but then it'd be like Eliza Fenning standing in her bride's dress,
0: her hair with black ribbons in her hair. Yes.
1: Absolutely. And I Just thought like this is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I just went. I just read a whole bunch of accounts of of stuff through history, and uh, just found ones that seemed to be either super romanticized or really detailed, anyway. And just like wrote some kind of couplet poems about them, and wanted to do a illustration for each of them.
0: I can't so, yeah. wait <laughs> for that book. Whenever it comes <laughs> we'll out in the next five to ten years, yeah, I'll yeah. Right. Oh, start. amazing. What's the title gonna be? Like, I am uh, my own ghost by Sarah Taylor. <laughs>
1: I was thinking (laughs) at Death and the Maiden,
0: actually. Death and the Maiden. That's pretty original. Is it? I don't think so.
1: Not (laughs) not even a little bit. No, yeah, not at all. I don't know. I don't know. That was like the working title of it, just because I think that was a chapter in a book or something that I was like, I just call it that. (laughs) Yeah. Can't wait to feel motivated to do things again. Yes. Because I sure haven't in the last 12 months.
0: But if say this ends one day (laughs) let's just say let's pretend that this is going to end yes what would your goal be like do you do you picture yourself like going back on the road or is that over or do you like what what do you think about doing in the the future
1: just before this happened a year ago we had just released an album which we were supposed to tour on so that completely sucked because now we have this album that we didn't tour on So and I mean, even now, like our management and our agency and everything, they're all like, okay we got shows going. We just need to know when, you know, like so touring will happen. So that that's something that I'm seeing that will happen, that will make things feel normal again. And in terms of like just anything else, like personal life. Oh, I have no idea. Anne I haven't since I was born. I've had no idea what the plan is. Like (laughs) there is no plan.
0: Yeah. No, I was starting (laughs) career-wise, like if there would be tours, because I mean we don't know what the shape of these these concerts is going to look like either. Is it going to be half capacity, or is it going to be? I mean, they're going to happen, but it's it's so interesting to think that we don't really understand what the structure is going to be, and especially even just concept. Like we have a we have a European tour booked currently
1: for later this year. It may it will likely end up being postponed. But then there's even just that concept of well, even if say England opens and you can have you know half capacity ticket sales, say, yeah. can you travel internationally to a different country and not have to quarantine for two weeks in a hotel?
0: Yeah, for you like know, three grand or whatever it costs to like
1: yeah to to put up your band and crew in a in a hotel where you're paying in in euros or pounds versus you know so that that's not going to be feasible. Yeah. And even then, if it, things are allowed how would we all feel personally would we feel safe right you know, like un- until you know i don't want to be going town to town spreading something like even if it's no. not affecting me right so there's all these different questions and you know or what if he gets sick in another country oh dude i don't know
0: yeah and i, I well know. we got to get these shots out right that's, that's step one <laughs> yeah. to me. Like, let's get, and it, it's starting to pick up, but it's, it's, this is what you say about having to go to the bathroom and the bathroom yeah. is a little out of reach. It's like, guys, yeah. the shots, like they, I yeah. feel like they started patting themselves on the back too early. Like yeah. Like, oh, okay. Guys, we did five shots today and I'm like, nice going, Justin. <laughs> you got a billion more to go. Like, yeah, like, Exactly. Don't mention it until the ball is actually rolling and then be like, okay, this is what we've done. And this is now how many we have to do. They just started too early. And then they were like, oh, we're out. Yeah. And so you
1: sort of get that hope and then it's kind of fades away. And then you're like, Can we just get this going already? Yeah, Yeah, like having to go to the bathroom.
0: The toilet is right there. I'm (laughs) willing to shit my fucking pants. It's the dream where the bathroom just keeps getting slightly (laughs) out of reach the more you walk. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And your brain just starts going, (laughs) you know, so I feel like I've been more crazy in these last two months than I was the whole time because the toilet is right there. It's disturbing to know. No, I mean, I I I was pretty rough during that first lockdown. But this time, I'm just like, I I am done. Like, come on, man, come on.
0: (laughs) We'll just have to.
1: So many things. It's like burnout, and then I start thinking about like the things that that I liked to do before this. Like, I would think, what would I do like on a on a Thursday night? Oh, you know, I would probably go to the pub and and watch the hockey game with my friends. Yeah. but then i'm thinking is that fun because you know what i mean like i don't even remember why that was fun yeah it's weird it's weird
0: you know it's weird well I, I feel like this is a time as everybody's sort of considering their entire style of life and yeah sort of i mean god knows we've had time to think you've had plenty (laughs) of time to think i mean i certainly do miss like seeing live performances and stuff like you know after work or i'd hit a play or i would go to the ballet or you know and that it just seems now i'm just like can i like when can i what's when
1: can i go to pet value oh good
0: yeah 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 i went to pet value next stop the opera you know what i mean like oh yeah what's the what's the the distance between those two things is i'm not sure I have to just thank you so much for a great... this oh. is one of the most fun episodes I've done bar. None. Oh, man. And that's thank you happens. so much for, yeah. yeah. Since they puked at your birthday party. They were <laughs> I can't tall. believe
1: you. I still can't, <laughs> can't believe you remember that.
0: Yeah. Grew up into a tall willowy goth rock star.
1: Oh, we well, all I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take that.
0: <laughs> and if you enjoyed this episode, Please leave me a review and a rating on iTunes because it really helps out the show and it's free oh, to you do. Man. And until take next week, wish. take care and I'll see you then. Bye. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination.
1: The concept of like do we have a year to waste here like how, i know how yeah. old are you ann how old are you right
0: like i'm a, i just turned i i forgot <laughs> i just turned 43 <laughs> last week right and it was a right. bad birthday sarah it was like oh, a whole yeah. day of work and then a two-hour zoom IOTC meeting killing right. me right now. <laughs> that's why yeah. i forgot i was just like yeah star- you know i think this and i have like health myriad of issues right and I'm just like I can't be burning life years here oh exactly exactly yeah. like
1: I'm 43 as well yeah and, uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna be 44 in April and I think like at this point neither one of us have that the luxury of the ignorance of being in our 20s like it's fine I know like yo, <laughs> like, yo listen, we're in our 40s. like yeah how many how many good years are we gonna have left here
0: like <laughs> you know they're already <laughs> gone I'm just trying to enjoy my twilight years in peace. Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to masking tape my face into some semblance of like a a human concept so I can look presentable when I go outside. (laughs) And we would be doing that anyways, pandemic or no, but like, gee, thanks. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. (laughs)